You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. making connection any member of a sexual minority faces special challenges in finding partners and friends and as a slut or wannabe you are most assuredly a member of a sexual minority polyamory is not readily understood or accepted in very in very many social environments if you're also gay lesbian bisexual asexual transgender or interested in a specialized area of sexuality such as cross-dressing BDSM, you are doubly or triply challenged. Making the connection of your dreams is not only possible, but imminently achievable, as the thousands of abundantly connected sluts can be happily can happily attest. And it's on page two hundred one. Does having a preference make it easier to make a connection? Does having a preference? Yeah. So That's you can. Yeah. Type. Yeah, you may know what you want. I mean, it might yeah. be easier to know what you want. So yeah. you're um, physically. Um, I guess the whole package, because as it says, it you get pigeonholed to be in with your the different type of sexual identity you kind of display or mm. want to have, whether gay, lesbian, bisexual, asexual, transgender, and all that shit. If if you Say this is I'm only going for uh, transgenders. Mm. Does that make it easier for you to connect? Because that pool's a lot smaller than the a wider pool, or does it? Is it harder to make a connection in that particular small pool because it is so small? I'm happy in my pool. <laughs> I didn't just, say you're not. Just say a bullshit. My pool. Plenty of plenty of sea of sea of sea creatures. Just say a bullshit. Rubber dinghies out, boy. Does having a preference? You could answer this. It does have making a making a. Does have does have make does fucking hell. Um yeah um remix. Alright, so does having a preference make it easier to make a connection? I would have thought so. Um but I'm actually unsure. I think if you have a preference and I think you know what you're looking for, and I'll gonna be the person or well, the group can clearly see actually there's an in, he has an interest in in us. Anyway, we hope you understand that. Mm. Um, um yeah, but at the same time, if you don't have a preference, then then I don't know. You might have a bit of um, I don't know. I don't want to say a wandering soul, but you're there's no limitations as to I guess who you're communicating with and all that type of stuff. And there might be a bit more of a relaxed attitude as to mm. um. That's that's what I think anyway. I'm sure there's a bit more to it as well, but mm. I think they both have their pros and cons. Cool. What? A good place to start is by imagining what kind of relationship you want. It goes on to say mindfulness, lots of empathy and plenty of honest communication are strongly recommended. The who? Next, beginning thinking about who you are looking for. The trick in making this decision is to be neither too specific nor too vague. We can't tell you the exact cutoff point at which a healthy preference becomes an unrealistic desire. 
Only you can look inside your, yourself to do that. We do think that physical appearance, wealth and social status have very little to do with the person behind them. And if any of those criteria appear high up on your who list, you may be a little bit stuck in your fantasy. We have a hunch that if you get to know them and like them, you will discover that they have their own unique beauties just waiting there for someone to notice them. Have you been with or seen a partner that was out of your typical preferences? At any at any time, we're not talking currently, just any whole definitely dating, been sexually, dating, dating career. Yeah, I've definitely been sexually active with someone who, or people that I wouldn't hold down Mm. Over a life, t- over a life term, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm quite my dating thing's been quite open. I'll be honest, like as in, I think in terms of type listing, especially physically, physical attributes is v- is very crazy. I think, yeah, I think I think that's yeah. I don't. I feel like my thing's quite open. I'll be honest. Mm. P. Um. Sorry, Nancy. I'm sorry. Repeat the question. I was going to say yes as well, but I want to be. A Have bit more you specific. been with or seen a partner that was out of your typical preferences? Yeah, I think I've definitely seen people who are who don't necessarily fit in my my normal preference. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think how those things. Have just, I think those those things have just randomly just come about. Really, if I'm being honest. Mm. Um. Yeah. I don't know if there's much more to add to it. If I'm honest. Cool. <laughs> And yourself? Yeah, yeah. Um, similar to both. Um, yeah, I have pleasant, pleasant, pleasant surprises at times as well. I don't know. It might be a case of, I mean, just to add to it, it might be a case of, um, I don't know, they might have said something that might have interested you in yeah. terms of com- um, um, conversation and then that drew an attraction. Or it might have been a case of, I don't know, flirting, flirt again. You, that might not necessarily be your 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 actual type, but mm-hmm. the flirtation or you two flirting together that brought about a spark, and that's the reason why you continue talking to that person. Yeah, it, it tends to be when it when it is someone that is not typically my preference. Actually, I can't say that, but I it typically would be something that there's some kind of connection there will spark there at least, as you were just saying. Like it could be. I don't know, start discussing a particular author or a book and it's just like, I actually like you, but not like maybe not so physically, but intellectually, there's something there then that obviously evokes a different kind of sexual energy as well. Do you know what I'm saying? The where, actually no, next, next part, 20, couples and groups. Each relationship seeks its own level when we let it. Operating on this principle, we can welcome each of our partners for precisely who they are. We don't need them to be anybody else or to bring us any particular resources or skills. And that's on page 211. What does an ideal relationship look like for you? Oh, good Lord. Um, <laughs> I actually don't know. Um, <laughs> I was struggling with this myself. <laughs> I don't know. And I imagine that will change. What would you, all right, maybe maybe a different. What would your ideal partner bring to table, so to speak? Um. So if you've 
<laughs> just give him the rubber dinghy let him jump out <laughs> just let him fucking jump <laughs> let him jump um that is there fucking hell alright um do you know what, you know what I'll say go on alright so I have had this conversation I'm sure with yourself but I'm, I'm mm. definitely with Mason as well so um like who I was with before I, I don't know why I'm saying like that but I will say that because that's 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 the that's a fact of them anyway um I haven't forgot the really question for a second alright so for me I would oh me- no what it'll bring to the t- no sorry no that was it sorry apologies go on no um what I thought I was looking for a part in so what I thought I was looking for in a partner um I wouldn't have said was that person but in what I saw in that person, I thought they brought more, or di- yeah, they definitely brought more um, to the party or more to the table than I felt I probably ever could have kind of wished for, if I'm being very honest, in that they kind of changed my perspective in terms of what I'm actually looking for. So previously, I thought I was looking for, actually, this is not necessarily true, but I'm going to just kind of like reel out stupid shit that people say as to someone who's maybe a little bit, um, um, not ambitious but knows what they want and all that type of stuff whereas the person who I was with I felt they were just a very very loving person and just a very, yeah, yeah just a very very loving person and for me that was more than I think that's all you not, it's not all you really need to bring to the table but I think that's probably one of the most important What's things ideal to you though? Um, I've changed my, my thoughts on ideal Um, so go on as to I think yeah just bring not bring yourself but bring in a level of I won't say purity, but I don't know if that is even a word. But just pure love and en- pure love and energy. That doesn't really sound like one word, but pure love and energy. If I'm honest, mm. and yourself, um, yeah, feminine, feminine essence. So I'm, ve- I'm very masculine, so I'd want her to balance me out with her feminine essence. Obviously, we we have dual essences. We both have masculine, feminine essences, but I'm very masculine dominated, so. I'd want a feminine woman to bring her feminine energy to me. Um, be supportive, be humorous. Um, yeah, be a student of life as well. I want you to constantly learn. Loving, caring. Yeah, hmm. those are some of the, the things that I seek. Mace? <laughs> I want someone who's house proud. Mm. Right, loves the home, loves the environment of the home, <clears throat> wants to make it a home, wants the home to be a home. A homemaker. It could be a shithole, but it's our shithole because you made it a homely shithole. Mm. I'll get that. Yeah. So that's important to me. Um I wanna I want to want to come home. That might sound a bit mad. No, no, that's important. Really important. But I want to want to, I want to look forward to coming home. How does she do that? What does she need to do to be able to do that? House is clean. <laughs> <laughs> the shithole's clean. <laughs> no, yeah, just home's clean. Um, might be a few candles on, whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? Love candles. I know yeah, it's a feminine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She might just be curled up on the sofa. I don't know how to explain, bruv. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't ask for much. Cool, man. We have learned that the most 
We've learned that the mo- we've learned the most. I had the most fun and made the most wonderful, rich connections when we have welcomed each new person into our lives, just as they are, without trying to force them into the picture that labelled relationship in our brains. Coupledins, the most common form, the most commonest form of relationship in our culture, and many others, is the couple. Two people have chosen to share intimacy, time and perhaps a space and possessions for now and a foreseeable future. One problem that sometimes arises between partners in sluttery is competition to be the most popular, a concern most of us have carried around in the bottom of our psyches since junior high. Sometimes partners compete with each other to see who can score or the most attractive of a conquest, an ugly picture. That's on page 215. Have you had a competition with a partner about who gets the most compliments or advantages, advantages on what's hap- and what happened? Nah, I don't. It doesn't bother me. <coughs> yeah, that doesn't bother me, man. Like, I've never, I've never had that competition. I know that partners have said to me, "Oh, someone tried jump, like not jumping, but like guy tried to talk to me." Like, it don't, doesn't, it doesn't phase me at all. It doesn't bother me. I don't know. I just look. I'm no stunner, but I really believe if I, if, if you know, I I can walk out there and I've got enough about me to attract someone new. Do you get what I'm saying? If if I really needed to or wanted to, that's why I think it doesn't bother me. If I'm not, I don't really care if, about who gets more thing. But does your part, like, not your specific mm. partner mm. now, but mm. like, have you been with partners when you've been had advances on you or they've seen you? Be, be flirted with by someone yeah. else or something like that. How, yeah. did, how did they take it? Didn't like it. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. Jealousy, a little bit of jealousy. To be fair, when I was younger, I didn't like it when I knew I kind of I might be out with misses or whatever, and I kind of knew a guy or guys were interested. Or I didn't like it when I was younger. Mm. It doesn't really bother me that much anymore. Who? I know, just laughing at um, <clears throat> um, a scenario which took place on on the weekend. Um, divulge. Yeah, no, I will divulge. Um, we went to, we were out together and we went to a karaoke place. Obviously, uh, oh, we sh- I shared it with you both in the, mm-hmm. the same group. And um, she walked ahead of me and I think she was speaking out loud because the music must have been a little bit low so the MC or the host could hear. Yeah. And um, as... She was talking. I could see him look at her. But I could see him look at her in kind of a way he was interested in, in opening dialogue. And then we ended up talking about after. And I said, yeah, I would have chopped his hand off. I, <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said, I saw the look he gave you. I said, I would have chopped his hand off. No problem. Imagine that. I said, I just would have chopped his hand. It's I a think, bit violent, isn't it? It was a bit violent. But that's the first one. Of, in fact, I said that, said that specifically. I said, I would have chopped his hand off. No problem. I said, I saw the way he looked. I saw the way he looked to you. I said, I was slightly behind him or he was in front of me and he was looking directly at you. Yeah. And the way he was looking, I thought, I, I wish a Negro would. But, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I guess that gets to you. Um, <laughs> it shouldn't have like that. Everyone sounded is. possessive over there, B. Uh, no, I'm actually not possessive. Um, but um, you went straight to chopping a man's hand off. <laughs> You're gonna say you ain't possessive? No, I just, it might be my mood actually. Um, but I did say that. I said I chopped mm. his hand off. Um, <laughs> yeah, we imagine that. <laughs> chopped his hand. But anyway, you thief. <laughs> um, yeah, we laughed and joked about it, but. Um, no, no, no. I said I was gonna say no. I like to believe I would have. Was, 
Yeah, same way. I mean, not same way. Obviously, I'm not there. So there's nothing I can do. If your partner's been spoke to, been spoken to by someone while she's out and about, mm. it's it's happened and it's going to happen actually. Um, there's, of course. Yeah. So there's nothing I can do. All you can do in those situations, I guess, all you can do is just hope your partner's going to do the right thing. Really. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess that's that's all there is to it. Cool. I've had it. I've had it, but not like, not like ugly competition. More just like. Used to bust joke about it. To be fair, like um, if someone would give, because she used to get. Obviously, she's a woman, so I'd expect her to get more compliments anyway. She she was pretty. She always had her her hair done nice and all that. So whenever we used to step out, she would always get compliments and like we'd joke around with each other. Just no, because I was, I would also get compliments as well. Like oh, he's tall, he's this, he's that, and whatever, whatnot. So we used to just um, joke around, but it was just silly competition. It was never like malicious like oh look at I'm getting all the attention and well, you're getting all the attention it was definitely done in jest so I look back at it with um, a smile on my face because it was it was banter like we used to just bust joke about it anyway so there's, it's not always necessarily mm. negative <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so it. when it would happen it wouldn't invoke <clears throat> rage in either of you two nah as what was happening at the time bro there's one time when me and my ex was um we was in a festival. Um, yeah, we was in a festival, and we're together. We're, we're, I, f- I can't remember. We were standing. We was, yeah, we was literally standing next to each other. We may not have been communicating at that very moment, but we was we was there together. <laughs> Girls rolled up to my missus and started moving to her, bro. <laughs> yeah, like a lesbian lesbian thing. <laughs> me and my girls just looked at each other like what's going on so I'm like what are you doing this, this is my miss isn't it she's like oh sorry bro I didn't mean it blah 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 I was like alright cool whatever it was cool but again it wasn't like I was almost like um like, right is this just this is just going on out here so that was mad but I wasn't I didn't get angry about it I wasn't trying to chop her hands off like, it was calm. It was. Do you know what I mean? Like I've, I'm confident in myself. It's like that's my beanie, man. Like, fall back in it. Mm. Nothing more, nothing less. But yeah, man. It was. It was. Yeah. It was joke. Still, it was joke. Like when we went on holidays, like the, um, especially when you go to foreign countries, man's tall and black and whatever, whatnot. So you get some of them like older foreign women just looking at man in a certain way, and I'm with my gal still, and they're complimenting me to my girl, but like. But overly boosted man up yeah. still. But do you know what I'm saying? But again, it wasn't like she would she would get mad about it. It was like, no, nah, we're just busting joke on it. Do you know what I'm saying? So it was just like it was friendly, friendly competition, so to speak. We cannot reiterate often enough. This is not a contest. This is not a race, and nobody is the prize. Page two one five. Metamore relationships. The word metamor is a recent coinage to describe your relationship with your lover's lovers and theirs with you. That's from page 19. Hypothetically, obviously, would you want to meet your lover's lovers? <coughs> so I was, <coughs> not that I didn't understand that. Exes or? This is the word metamor is a recent coinage to describe your relationship with your lover's lovers and theirs with yours. Would you want to meet your lover's lovers? Nah, you in just a do, hypothetical. Yeah, you do your thing over there. I don't need to know anything else. Mm. Yeah, preferably not. No. Yeah, <laughs> unless they're women. 
<laughs> but they could be. That's the whole point. Like, then potentially. So you change your answer. <laughs> what about you? Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. If they was, if they was dudes, why they have to, They could be women. Like, if they was women, you wouldn't want to meet your lovers' lovers. If they're women, why if they're women though? Um, doesn't mean you're gonna have sex with them. No, it doesn't actually. So what's the difference? Um, I don't know what the difference is actually. I don't think I can ex- maybe um, articulate at this moment in time. But I don't want to see no. I don't, yeah, you can hear my tone, my, the tone of my voice. I don't want to see no dudes. Mm. Um, yeah, just the whole. I mean, you mentioned it last time. I think you mentioned. It, I don't know what episode it would have been as to the whole idea of. I mean, he's having sex with your wife or your partner. Mm-hmm. The, the idea or. Um, um, yeah, the idea of it just makes me feel uncomfortable. It's not something I'd want to happen. Whereas a woman having sex with your partner, it just doesn't sound or doesn't feel as bad. But she could be. Uh, I know, yeah, no, no. She could be breaking her off with the dildo. Yeah, yeah I mean, we know that. Um, but for, for me personally, I guess it doesn't feel as bad. Why? It just doesn't. Mish? Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, I don't really... You keep your lovers over there, basically. Mm. Um, If there's a potential to get involved and to my type, then maybe. Like, if my missus come back and says, oh, do you know what? Like, we spoke and... You might, I think you might like. Show me some pictures then, isn't it? And then, okay, yeah, maybe we could. You know, if there's, uh, there's no, there's no I'm not, I'm not, if I'm not getting involved, then just you do your thing over there. Mm-hmm. There's a excerpt on two two two, which gives us a a unique example of this this scenario. I guess if you could read it out quickly. Yep, it's on marriage. That's what the name of it is. One of the questions facing coupled sluts is the issue of whether to enter into the special legal partnership called marriage. In an increasing number of countries, even being in a same-sex relationship no longer exempts you from having to address this question. Same-sex marriage has been legally sanctioned in the United States, in Canada, and in many countries in Europe and elsewhere, and we approve. However, we also think it's very important that everyone looks very closely at what's under the crust when we reach out for the marriage rights piece of the American pie. <clears throat> marriage today is the outcome of government imposing its standards on personal relationships, legislation, legislating a one-size-fits-all mandate for how people in sexual or, dom- or domestic relationships ought to run their lives. It is built to support a very specific style of marriage in which partners marry young, have children, and one spouse works while the other stays home. Many marriages do not fit this pattern and thus are not supported by current laws. In many states, we have community property laws, which means that whatever income or debt either spouse creates during the marriage belongs to both spouses. We know a woman who's soon to be ex-husband deliberately threw them into bankruptcy because she was planning to leave. Marriage is, we're told, a sacrament, a loving ritual where your faith and your community bless your union. Why then is our government the one that says Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, insisting that we get licenses? If marriage is sacred, as we think it is, why is legal recognition of a relationship, along with privileges like inheritance and parental rights, restricted to those who are willing to shape their lives to conform to somebody else's design? And why is it assumed to be only for... I was just going to say it was it was the 
the bit just above it still. <laughs> I, just, I, just I was like, it wasn't that much still. It was just literally that paragraph on page 22, side oh, by side, by side. Shit. Bye. Oh, I did that. <laughs> side by side, by side. Bye. Some very capable slups maintain more than one primary relationship. Dossie has known one such couple, Robert and, and Celia, for almost four decades. They together raised two children from previous relationships and subsequently some grandchildren. Each has another primary partner, but usually women. <laughs> and family relationships with all their exes. Robert's outside partner, May, was originally lover to Celia's lover, Judy, back in 1985, then became lovers with Celia and finally with Robert from 1988 to present. And they intend on into the future. Some years ago, Miranda and Celia lived upstairs. Robert and May lived downstairs. Currently, Cheryl... Another of Celia's previous girlfriends lives upstairs and, help, and helps with grandchildren. Miranda, another of Celia's exes, visits two days a week because she lives out of town but attends school nearby. Are you dizzy yet? All of these people, plus many other friends and lovers of various degrees of intimacy, both present and historical, and most of their friends and lovers from a very long-term extended family that has lived, loved, and raised children together for nearly 40 years and plans to care for another and another in old age. We are impressed. Oh yeah, that's, to my point, that's just um, a different example when you meet your lover's lovers. You that's a bit, that was a bit mad. Yeah, you sounded yeah. complicated. Yeah, that's a bit have, mad um, still. A lot of uh, free childcare and all them things. <laughs> Alright, so the single slut. To live single is unusual in most cultures. Most people look on their times of singlehood as temporary, often accidental, and tend to be ended as quickly as possible. You are recovering from your last relationship more than a breakup or too busy working on a career to handle hunting for romance. Sometimes, something better will surely come along soon. So you wait, not even thinking of making a lifestyle, not even thinking of making a lifestyle of how, of how you are living today. And that's on page 224. Are we beginning to see singledom to be a celebrated lifestyle choice? Um, in some respects, yes. I don't yeah, think yes, it's... Sorry. No, go on. Um, yeah, no, I don't think it's. Um, I don't. Th- I've, I've not heard the word singleton before, but I think people are now. Beginning I just coined to, it. <laughs> I think people are now beginning to celebrate um, being single. Yeah, I think people are beginning to celebrate being single. Mm. As to oh, I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with not being married, or nothing wrong with not having kids, or just understanding some of those. I don't, I don't want to call them simple facts, but they are. I guess they are simple facts. You know, as to not everybody's going to have children. And um, marriage and all that type of stuff. So I think, yeah, it's something that's beginning to happen. Mm. I think it's yes and no. I think there's people that they 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 love their single. They love they actually love the freedom of of being single and doing what they want when they want at their own time, um, not answer to no one. But there's other people who they 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 their preferences for a partner. They, they actually they want to give their all to someone or into a into a ship <laughs> yeah into a ship mm. so I think it's a mixture of both cool building your network by yourself can be hard at first no one but you to make the phone calls schedule dates for lunch or the movies stay connected it's up to you to build yourself a family and to take care of yourself gently with an open heart 
your relationship with yourself is a long is a lifelong commitment when you are single you have unique opportunities to deepen that relationship with yourself to find out who you are and celebrate your journey in whatever relationships you may move through as you travel through life being single over partnered is not either is not an either or choice but our culture tends to discount singlehood life at singlehood as a lifestyle and thus very few people choose to remain single which means there are limited resources and little social status available to the single person perhaps if being single were an acceptable even valued lifestyle partnerships might develop out of choice and less out of a sense of necessity or desperate grab for salvation when single have you felt singled out what do you mean by singled out Right, so going like, to an event or okay, yeah. being out and about or just um, in social settings, social groups or not being invited yeah. because you are single or uh, whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah, no, I had that. I had that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so for instance, I've been abroad a few times by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, just by myself. And... It's cool. It's cool most times, but then there might be the odd occasion. Actually, that doesn't. Even, it don't, I don't necessarily need to be in a relationship for that. But it might be a condition. Like I might go for a meal by myself, or I might go to a, even to a, a bar. I've been, I've been to bars and yeah, a couple of bars, clubs, but abroad by myself. It's, you don't even need to be in a relationship for that. But it might be the case. Actually, I feel alone here. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I actually do feel alone here. When you're wandering around the city, you're doing a city tour. It's not. It's it's fine, but. When you go out in the evening, it's a bit like, yeah, I feel alone. I feel single. I get that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and probably like, there's, yeah, there's times where like, I haven't been in a relationship and you kind of, you kind of feel for some company. Yeah, you kind of feel for some company. Um... I can't think of anywhere specific as such, but I mean, um, I don't know what I think of com- comedy clubs. You know, they tend to, maybe not a comedy club, but they're those type yeah. of settings, yeah. That's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. Um, well, have you been to a comedy club by yourself and felt singled out? No, sorry, no. So I guess um, when they single out single people, things of that nature. Um, <laughs> obvious ones would be, I don't know, weddings, you know, you mm. plus ones and all that type of stuff. Mm. Um, oh, when you get a bit older, um, as to your family asking questions of that nature as to like where's where's the missus, you know, when's the children coming? Mm. Um what else? Um but I think the ones you did mention I think were really interesting. Oddly enough, despite the fact that I've done a lot of single travelling or backpacking, I don't well obviously, yeah, anyway, I have not gone I don't I don't I can't think of anywhere I can't think of a bar or club I've gone on my own. I know it's been suggested to me once or twice and I've gone, nah, I'm not going to do that. Um, Why not? Um, that specific time, I just didn't want, like, it wasn't a case of um, having, it wasn't, I just didn't want to. I just thought, you know, I'm best going home. Um, yeah, I was best going home. What, when you was abroad? Yeah, no, I was I was living in Barcelona and someone said, oh, you might as well go, blah, blah, blah. There's a few things going on this evening. I was like, Nah, I, just, I don't fancy. I, yeah, don't feel the need to go to a bar, like a bar or club, like on my own this evening. It's not really. Did what you I ever? Do. I know again, slightly off topic, but did you ever do that? Because when in in Barcelona, 
I don't think a club, no, and I don't think a bar either. I, I, I did I did go to exchanges, obviously on my own and stuff like that. Mm. I mean, I was quite comfortable doing that and knowing that I was going to talk to people. But I don't think I went specifically to a bar or to a nightclub on my own. I can't think of I can't think of one specifically at all. Mm. Nah. Okay, well, more more back to the point of when you was single or ask uh, when you was single. single. Yeah, yeah, when single. Have you felt singled out? Like, is there any specific times that you felt singled out? No, nah, not massively. No, no, not massively. I mean, I think Christmas time. No, I think Christmas time. I found me asking about, mm. about part, was it Christmas? Time? Well, just after Christmas, I went to Ghana. People were asking questions of that. Oh, should I, should I see? Can I hook you up with this? Person? Not hook you up, but like all that type of. Stuff. I go, you know, I know someone who's single. Blah blah. Mm. That's the first time I felt any. Well, not pressure, but I was like, right, like there's there's no need for this. <laughs> but this is happening. There's a conversation that's taking place. Mm. Um, apart from that, I can't really think of. I don't know. Have you ever had any real family pressure? Oh, family pressure. Hell yeah. Um, yeah no definitely but, but yeah I don't really get it it's not it's not heavy const- like, yeah, yeah. it's not like you need to, it's just like the questioning as you said the questioning the inquiries the okay so when are you gonna when are you gonna do this when are you gonna do that when's this happening when's that happening it's just like it'll happen when it's happening <laughs> you know but um nah do you know what it's funny, even this question. I, I think I put it, wrote it down before someone I spoke to, one of my bros I spoke to the other day said he was up up north somewhere, and he was up there. He's up there by himself, and mm. um, he's gone to go out for the night just just because he's up there for the for the week or whatever whatnot. And he was saying he was walking around Dolo, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, they wouldn't let him into the bars and stuff because he was by himself. What? Yeah, apparently, um, I don't want to say the area, yeah. um, but apparently up there, up, up so, that um, things have been going on recently where single men have been going around spiking drinks. So oh. now they're very cautious and um, not letting, if you're a single guy, then you can't go in. So that just kind of ended his night Fuck. before it even started. Do you know what I'm saying? But obviously we're not privy to that because we're not up there. So it's a local, it's a local thing that's happened what's been going on and it's just like shagged it for for anyone else that was anticipating going by yourself with no obviously with no ill intention but unfortunately you get stigmatised when those kind of things happen shit boy mm. that's new yeah no brand new brand new because I don't think it was a thing before I've never heard of that before so it's, it's of recent time but yeah um no, I can't say I felt singled out personally. Um, unless, like, but unless it's like intentionally, I'm single. Like I've gone out to the cinema by myself, or yeah. I've gone eat a food at a restaurant. Like, I don't really feel singled out. Even when I went, because I was always like asking about Barcelona. Because when I went to Barcelona, I went out to bars and clubs and stuff, and I was dolo, but. I thought, all right, still, it's cool. Like, I, as you know, when you're by yourself anyway, you end up talking to people just just because because mm-hmm. that you throw yourself in that scenario. So I didn't, I didn't. She felt single. Out.